Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. I'm Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. Today's devotion, God's Will, takes us through the scripture found in John 15, verse 26. Now, J.I. Packer begins today's devotion with the following words. John's gospel shows how Christ related the Spirit's mission to the will and purpose of the Father and the Son. Thus, John records our Lord's disclosure of the ministry of the Trinity, three persons and one God, the Son doing the will of the Father and the Spirit doing the will of the Father and the Son. Now, when we read Packer's words, we might wonder, well, How can there be one God yet revealed in three persons? Jesus taught about the Trinity when he commanded his followers to baptize disciples in this, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now, Paul closed his letter to the Corinthians by saying the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Now, many people have tried to explain this divine mystery using a variety of illustrations from nature. But unfortunately for every earthly example, we have fallen short in some way of fully capturing God's triune nature. For instance, an article in Compelling Truth relates one popular story that St. Patrick used a three-leaf clover in order to teach the Irish about the triune nature of God. Now, St. Patrick explained that just as the clover is one plant with three leaves, so too God is one God with three persons. Nice visual. However, the article points out that one clover on its own is not the full plant, whereas scripture teaches us that each of the persons of the Trinity is in himself fully God. The article goes on to cite that the least flawed illustration we have of God's triune nature is a musical chord of three notes. Now, I'm not a music person, so bear with me. For example, a G chord is composed of three notes, G, B, and D. The three distinct notes work together to make one sound, existing in the same time and space and unified in purpose while remaining separate and distinct. So each note on its own creates a sound of its own, but when combined with the other two notes, continues to make a melody and with all the notes connected. Now, in this, we see this example comes closest to showing how God's triune nature exists. The work of our salvation is the united work of the triune God. God the Father sent his son Jesus. Jesus agreed with the Father and went as a sacrifice for our sins. And when Jesus was reunited with the Father in heaven, the Holy Spirit was then sent to work powerfully in us according to the measure of our faith in Christ. One God three distinct personalities, and three unique purposes. The reality of the triune God is splashed throughout the pages of the Old Testament as well as the New Testament. In fact, Genesis 1-2 tells us that the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Also, we see God the Father as he makes himself known to Moses in the burning bush He tells him to take off his sandals, for he was standing on holy ground, and announces that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
Although Jesus is not identified as himself, there are many biblical scholars who believe that Jesus was in the form of the traveler that came to Abraham to let him know he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and that it was Jesus, as one of the three strangers, who promised that Abraham and Sarah were going to have a son, even though Sarah was beyond the age of childbearing, and that Abraham would be the father of a great nation. Triune God illustrated in the natural world, proclaimed throughout the scriptures. At the conclusion of the devotion, Packer asks us to reflect on the interconnections of God's will between the three persons of the Trinity and how that might shape our own participation in God's work. As I thought about this challenging idea of the triune God loving me, saving me for a purpose, and the Holy Spirit ensuring the presence of Christ in my life, it gave me confidence as I fight the good fight of sharing the gospel of Christ with those God places in my path. Because it's not up to me, God will put the people in the pathway who need to hear about his son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit will give me the words. God told Joshua to be strong and courageous as he tasked in leading the people of Israel into the promised land. What was to help Joshua to be strong and courageous? Well, God told him, do not be discouraged for the Lord, your God, the triune God will be with you wherever you go. That is all the encouragement that I need to, even though each illustration of the triune God pales in comparison to the reality of God. These examples can help us engage our minds on this complex topic and help us increase our understanding of God. So, as you take a walk or marvel at the heavens, see if you discover illustrations of the triune God. They're out there for us to discover, and it's quite fun. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for going before us. Thank you for being our guide, Holy Spirit. Thank you for giving us words so that we could speak your truth to others. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.